Too often, faith becomes more about who is in and who is out or about who belongs and who does not. But in order for spirituality to be good for anyone, it has to be good for everyone. In this podcast, we find incredible people using their faith and life as a catalyst for goodness in this world. Be inspired to discover your own goodness in order to make your life, your family, your community, and your world better. Welcome to the Chasing Goodness Podcast. Happy 2023. Happy New Year. Here with my lovely wife, Susie, because this podcast, this episode is all going to be surrounding a conversation that we had a couple of days ago. <laughs> has everything to do with the new year. But before we get there, a couple of quick things. I still have a couple of boxes of Bring It Home books here at our house, and I would love to get rid of those. I would love to get those out I, of my house and into other I people's agree. hands. I agree. They're taking up space in my closet where it's a, cl- a coat closet. It's not a book closet. That's right. That's <laughs> right. So if you reach out to me at hello at mattkinzera.com, I'd be happy to send you a signed copy. You're going to have to pay for it, but I'm still happy to send it to you. So but look at it this way, like for musicians, because Matt and I do a lot with music, you you slow down quite a bit after the holiday. Nobody really wants holiday parties anymore. So that's a way that you're supporting Matt and Susie during the slow month of January. Help put food on Matt and Susie's <laughs> table in January by buying yes. the book, Bring It Home. For a friend, for yeah. your aunt, yeah, somebody for your needs cousin. That book. Somebody needs that book in your circle. Also, another thing that we're getting ready to launch in just a few days here. Actually, when this comes out, it'll be this coming Sunday, January 8th. Ever since we stopped pastoring a small community in our town, the question that we probably get asked more than anything else, other than how come you guys are so amazing, which is obviously the first question. (laughs) (laughs) No, when When are you going to start start something? Or when are you going to start something? And we always have said, well, never, that's not going to be in the plans. And, but that, but we've always had this desire to gather with people surrounding. I love gathering people. Yeah. We, and we feel like we enjoy just being with real people, actual people, not just over a podcast, not over videos, even though we do a lot of that as well. But our favorite thing is to be with people live and in person. And so we're going to start a gathering. We're going to call it chapel. So if you're in the Eau Claire area and you're one of those people that are just like, I want to gather with people, talk about Jesus, talk about faith, sing together. That's a lot of, a lot of times we hear people just say, man, I just miss singing together. So we're going to do some singing together. We're going to do some Reflection. reflection, all sorts of things. We're going to bring some some new elements in that we've never tried before. And then we're going to grab some things like from our past, like some of our Catholic rootsy kind of things, mm-hmm. and just meld a bunch of stuff together and see what happens. It's going to be a grand experiment. But if you're interested, we, we're just going to start the first one by doing it at our place because we don't want to worry about another space yet. Eventually, we're going to move this into a space, but we don't know where that's supposed to be. And we want to experiment with it a little bit first. And so if you're interested in that, just, again, reach out to me at my email, which is hello at mattkinzera.com, and we will give you all the details. If you're interested, we want you to be able to come. If you're in the Eau Claire area, we want you to be able to come if that's something you're looking for. I think people would be interested to know like why the name chapel 
Yeah, well, chapel to me represents something very different than church. When I think church, I think big. I think back to my roots of Catholicism. I think kind of like cathedrals, the big show. show When I think about our our evangelical background that we've been a part of for a long time. Yeah, just kind of that big, loud, you know, screens, you know, loud band. Nothing. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. We loved that when we were involved with it in a lot of ways. But chapel represents reflection represents intimacy, intimacy. Yeah. we we've been we're and when we describe it we use the word quaint because we really feel like kind of the movement of faith forward is going to be a more of a quaint one yeah, one that's quaint. that's maybe sm- smaller groups of people maybe like, more smaller like a groups farmer's of market like like little farmers markets of little people just gathering and meeting, okay. but using different gifts yeah. and things like that. But I was talking to me because we Matt, we've been talking about this for a really long time mm-hmm. on our walks. Like, what could we do? How could we encourage people's faith journeys? How can we encourage our own faith journey? Because right. we miss people and gathering. And I was telling Matt, I'm like, I think. There are so many of us that are in a faith, I would call it a faith energy crisis. They were a little worn out by it. Yeah, so we need something that's a little bit reflective, a little bit like, let me warm up to the idea of, you know, being with people again and trying faith on again Mm -hmm. collectively. And I think this is a beautiful place to start because of that faith energy crisis. Like people can kind of dip their toes in or yeah, their, their one toe. <laughs> just dip a toe in, just see what happens. Just show up once and if it's not see for you, no for big you. deal. Yeah. We're not trying to grow some big, huge oh thing. We're gosh, just trying no. to gather people. And we, we don't have to believe the same way we just we're just mm-hmm. coming together we're going to focus all of our energy on the life of yeah. jesus and, and there that's, is that's order. Be our common ground there is order to it you oh know? for sure it's not a free-for-all we got a plan we already <laughs> got it all planned out it's gonna i think it's gonna be really great and what i'm excited about is it seems like not just talking between the two of us but talking to other friends that we have not even in our area here in wisconsin but beyond it seems like maybe this is the year where we're going to start seeing a lot of people try these little gatherings yeah think about our friend brian wilkham who, yeah. who he's beer doing church. beer church once a month here in eau claire and he meets at a local brewery and they do this thing where they invite in speakers and then they have table conversations yeah. really cool thing i think about our friend scott jenkins who this month uh, end of this month is going to be starting something on saturdays out in the Denver area. And again, just a lot of people just dipping their toes in the water. Something's going on. Something's stirring. Yeah, you can feel it, right? So anyway, we're getting long-winded about this because I think we're a little excited about it. So if you want to be part of Chapel, just reach out to us. Eventually, I think we're going to look into, if this continues to go, we'll make it available virtually as well. So if there's people in places where there's just not something like this happening, we'll try to, we'll explore that. I guess we'll just commit to that. It's a year of exploration. Yeah, we'll do some more exploring. No promises. Zero promises. (laughs) Chapel might be January 8th. <laughs> that's, and it. that's it. <laughs> no, we're the gonna try to do it. second Sunday of this month only. Yeah, we're going to try to do it once a month on the second Sunday of each month. Once a week is way too much for Susie and I. <laughs> once, once a month seems doable. And we're hoping actually that, at least in our area, enough people start little once a month or a couple times a month things that there's enough for all of us to go to and maybe just a big variety, which I think will be fun. I but know. we'll see. It's we'll like see the little what farmer's unfolds. market of fake like, people. Yeah, this is the first <laughs> time hearing fake. about the farmer's market, so I'm just trying to unfold. <laughs> Hold it in my mind as you describe it. Now, here we are. Uh, as I mentioned, we are recording this on January 1st. This will go out, I think, on January 3rd, but beginning of January. And <laughs> Susie and I, I mean, babe, like our 
our December was a December to remember because it was so busy. Like, I don't remember a December that's been quite as busy. We did, I think I counted, it was five gazillion Christmas concerts. That's how many we did. <laughs> it wasn't five gazillion, but it was enough. It, it was, was a lot. It was, it was overdone. Like, yeah, every other day it felt like we were putting the equipment in the car and going somewhere else. And, and the, everything went great. And then, of course, there's just the... You know, the expectation to buy gifts and to do stuff with your family, family and, yeah. and then visit family. You got to do that thing because our family doesn't live in town. And so we got to do that. And so all I've got to say is we got to we got to like Christmas, like the day after Christmas. And I remember we we're just like, we did it. We made it here. Thank God. Well, I wrote in my journal. We were up in Phillips staying with Matt's parents. And I have a little gratitude journal that my girlfriend gave me. And I was like, I shouldn't write this down. I literally had that thought. But I am so grateful. Grateful Christmas is over. <laughs> You're such a Scrooge. Like, Something is wrong. Like we did this way wrong. But anyway, yeah. we digress. I don't know that we did anything wrong. We just did things as we, we have to kind of do them. It's part, you know, Christmas we were is dead afterwards. <laughs> we, we did we it wrong. Like we were, but at the same time, you know, part of how we make our living is doing Christmas mm-hmm. concerts in December. You got to make Christmas special for your family. You got to go, you know, there's just some of those things you got to do. But yeah, we got to the end of it and we're like, Whew. and then you turn around and I remember a couple days ago, we're sitting there uh, in our living room with our journals. And we're like, no, no, we were on our phones and I was like, how do you get rid of little belly fat? Like tummy fat. <laughs> That's what it was for me. And I, I was, was like, I can't get rid of this tummy, lower yeah. tummy fat. And like, I was researching, I think, intermittent <laughs> fasting is what I was. I stayed up real late researching fasting. And, uh, and then I said to you, what are we doing? Right. Oh, yeah, that's this right. This seems so, absurd. So like, we're like two days past Christmas, just just got done with the conversation about how we're so glad Christmas is over. And we turn the corner and what do we do? We try to like wrap. We try to like do the next thing or whatever, and we're dreaming about chapel and we're making all these plans. And I remember we just we kind of looked at each other, we're just laughing because we are go getters, but at the same time, like when we think about this season and everybody's doing it, like we're not the only ones online looking up how to get rid of stubborn belly fat and how to do intermittent <laughs> fasting. Like probably half of the world is doing that right now, but it's ridiculous. And and we're all expected to make these New Year's resolutions and we're all yeah. expected Where to... Where did this come from? I like, don't know, but we're expected to get off and everybody had a busy <laughs> Christmas, even if it wasn't as busy as ours. Like that's busy for everybody. And so we get past this season and then all of a sudden, all of us are just like, what's, what's going to happen? How are we going to kill it this year? <laughs> but if we if we just back up because we don't have to go along with all of this stuff like no. nobody's saying that we have to set resolutions that we have to set these crazy goals for our health or for our businesses or anything like that we will you know we will but we don't have to like jump off so yeah. fast can we like sift a little first and then shift like sift and shift sift and you just shift. said it sift and shift <laughs> that's how we're gonna handle our new years and like, so why can't we celebrate we Everything. Can. Yeah. Well, and isn't that so? That's the first thing as we were talking about this. And again, this was just off the cuff on a, a conversation after we got done on trying to talk about fitness <laughs> that we just started having this conversation. And the first thing as we enter into the new year, instead of thinking, and maybe this is a good challenge for everyone listening, instead of thinking about like where we're going, take some time to reflect on like the goodness of 2022. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> we survived. 2022 and it was kind of fun and and uh, you know uh, your phone like does all those little pictures that i don't know how oh, yeah. it does it it just like mm-hmm. picks faces or whatever and, a year in the life yeah and so it was kind of fun when that came up on my phone and i was looking back and i was like there, there was already things that i forgot that 
happened in 2022. There were so many that cute really pictures wonderful. of us. Yeah, there were really <laughs> wonderful things, really wonderful experiences that we had. Um, and we even talked about like some of the really hard conversations that we had mm. that were so good because they led us to good places and talked about our kids, just had this lovely conversation and just took the time just took the time before we before we jump into intermittent fasting. We took the time <laughs> to just start, to you sift. know, being thankful, being thankful to God for last year to reflect on what we've learned, what we experienced. Every year is so precious, and I think the older we get, the more you realize that. The older your kids get, the more you yeah. realize that. You can just see them growing up, and you know that two people got engaged in our lives this holiday yeah. season. Yeah, like Woo. two people really close to us that we've seen since you know we've known them since they were little. They came into this world like yeah, we were there like don't pick the same weekend please yes, lord god yes. and so as <laughs> as celebrate. we as we watch like people around us get older i mean good thing that you and i aren't getting older but like the people around us just seem to <laughs> i be almost no older. here's here's a funny because you guys can't see us but i was like i thought something was on your face and i was gonna mm. brush it off and it's just your just gray, gray hair, hair. <laughs> Just gray hair. It's like, oh, is that a crumb from breakfast pancakes? Nope, that's not what it is. So as we get older and we realize that time is special and that it's it's precious and it's wonderful and that experiences are lovely. And the older I get, the more I forget. So it's like you have to you have to hone in and think back about, you know, how was 2022 special? And so one challenge that we have for little listeners is just before you jump into what's next, think about what was and celebrate it. Mourn what you have to mourn. Celebrate what you can celebrate from last year. Just allow yourself to feel all that was for 2022. Yeah. Our command is don't move. <laughs> don't move. No, yet. I think that's in like First Corinthians 15 or something like let nothing move you. Okay. Don't move. Don't you guys, move. you can't move. Wherever you are, stay right where you are. Don't <laughs> just, go anywhere yet. Just sit just before relax. you shift. Just relax. You have to be careful and make sure you really like Enunciate. have good yeah, have good diction. Shift. I said shift people. Shift. Yes. <laughs> On this podcast, it doesn't matter. You can say whatever you want. You'll get you can get away with it because I just have to click the button with the little E so that we know that it's explicit because Susie's on it. Okay. Okay, so that's the first thing. And then the second thing, it really, you know, for those of us who live in, in cold weather climates like Susie and I do, we're here in northern Wisconsin. There's a lot of snow on the ground and everything is in this space of like quietness. Everything is in this place where like everything nature-wise, it feels dead. There's no leaves on any trees. You can't see the grass. You can't even, you know, I don't, if you don't grow up in cold climates or if you've never been in one for any length of time, one interesting thing about the winter is you can't even smell any life. And when spring comes, right, the first thing we always say is like, hey, I smell smell dirt. dirt. I smell smell something. And so everything is kind of that that concept of the winter solstice Mm -hmm. where, and that's a big concept even within Christianity, really the, the Celtic Christianity was big on the seasons. And as we think about the seasons, winter is not a time to rally and go get it. Winter is a time to reflect, to think, to understand Rest. what's yeah. underneath that needs to be buried so that something can come to life later. Those are all the spiritual connotations of it. So culturally, what our culture does is it's like, it's January, it's the first of a new year, we gotta go kill it, we gotta go get it this year. <laughs> but spiritually, like if we think about 
spiritual significance to this time of the year and looking back to like our forefathers, you know, the the fathers of faith way back when, you know, this idea of winter was a time to actually do the opposite. It's a time to rest. It's a time to renew. It's a time to consider what's underneath. You know, as we talk about chapel, you know, it's a time to think about, okay, what's bubbling under the neath, underneath that we have to just slowly but surely reflect on and allow to rise to the surface in its own time. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem that we have with the new year in our culture is we try to we try to make things happen yeah. and try to bulldoze it. Yeah. And I'm the worst at this. Like I've, there's so many times in my life where I've tried to make things happen and I've tried to rush into things and then it, it has not as gone as well as it could have if we'd have just taken our time. And this idea again with chapel and some of the projects that we have coming this year, these years. things have been unfolding for years of five, six years yeah. at least. And so now it feels like is a time when they're just starting to like, bring their little head out of the out of the snow and look around a little bit and so so the first challenge or maybe the first um ask that we have for everyone today is just to to look back at the year that was celebrate mourn think about and then the second one is not to just jump into this year running but to move into this year slowly and reflectively in the way that winter just naturally allows us to. And also winter is such a beautiful thing because there's that Bible verse that talks about like our sin will be, you know, um, or we'll be made white as snow. And when you live in a snow covered area, you could go outside and realize what that means. And the yeah. thing about snow, again, if you're not from this area, you wouldn't realize this. It makes everything so bright. Oh, it's so, so when everything is dead, you need to wear sunglasses because it's so bright because there's something so pure and exciting and wonderful about what's happening underneath it. And the reflection of it is just, it's its shocking sometimes. I actually get really excited during these months and more so because like the, the creative side of me gets opportunity to sit a little bit more and to dream a little bit more. And I even have places in our home. Um, Matt and I have our two little desks set up like right next to each other. And I specifically put them like looking out the window so we could just be reminded of the beauty of winter. And so it's like a view of our front porch because that's something we love to sit on. I actually tried to sit on the front porch this morning that and have, I did funny. have one cup of coffee I had a parka on and a blanket and what's those hats those, called? I don't know those big fuzzy hats that cover <laughs> like your whole ears and everything. But I just miss, I miss reflection on the front porch. And so I just, I needed to get it. I was like, I just need to sit here, even if it's just for a half a cup of coffee. But, but I get really inspired in the winter time and I'm almost grateful. I think we've made music albums in the winter time. And so there is so much that is built. Mm-hmm. That is, but it's slow building because we can't release our album right away. You can't release a book right away or what you're writing, you know, what you're working on. And so it, there's this special, these special moments that you have in the winter months that you don't, you don't get in the summertime, you know, you don't get in the spring, you can't just sit in it. And I love resting 
in our gifts. Well, that's the other great thing about winter, right? Is just the darkness of it as well. We talked about mm-hmm. like how bright the snow is, but then it gets dark so early. Yeah. And then you have these 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 long winter's nights. Right. Yeah. And I don't know about everybody listening, but Susie and I, we're like looking at each other at 830, wondering <laughs> if we can actually go to bed yet <laughs> because it feels way too early. <laughs> but so it's weird. like we're kind of tired because it's been dark for a long time. But in those long winter's nights, a lot of times, you know, it's easy to get lost in like a TV show or do yeah. a lot of that kind of stuff and we're not against that we we love a good series or a good documentary as much as anybody but we also especially in the winter we do love to take that time for creativity yes. so you think about the snow think about what's coming underneath it like what's working what's in building, yeah, yeah. what's building underneath that snow because you know nature wise there's there's things going on underneath mm-hmm. that snow that eventually we'll see in the spring is going to be what makes everything alive and vibrant and so think about that this this winter as we jump into not as we jump as we walk slowly yeah. into the new year so you have to catch yourself baby. what can we work at what can we just creatively be doing underneath the surface that can be this slow build toward spring it's also such a wonderful opportunity to build your relationships with people because there's so much more time like it's if you think about it you're running around a lot in the summer and trying to do things as a family more i feel like you know, and you can, when I mean relationships, I'm not just talking about your immediate family, but what are the relationships that have kind of went on hiatus, you know, when school started back, like summer hit, you went on vacations with your family, um, and then school hit, you know, and you went back full fledged to work or whatever it was. Sometimes I always appreciate the months of January and February because I get more coffee dates with friends. I get to like, you know, just replenish those types of relationships and i think that you have to you have to continue to to build in your friendships with people and just encourage one another throughout the year and this is a good time to do that yeah and it you know since we really think jesus is amazing if you think about jesus in this context not necessarily seasonally but if you think about his life and his ministry life we were just talking about this this morning and we're going to talk about it more at chapel on sunday but the one of the first things that jesus did is he just took some time out in the desert for 40 days right Mm -hmm. there was this space and it was this space we don't know everything that went down out there but you can bet that there was a purpose for that and that was almost in my mind like what we experience in the new year in the winter it was this preparation there was something going on and there was something moving toward what he ultimately would do and then you know to validate what you were just saying kind of the second thing that he really did in his ministry life is he went out and got some friends (laughs) that's what he did right he got the disciples he got his group of friends he got his group of comrades and so the focus was first on this reflective by yourself underneath the snow kind of space or in his Mm -hmm. situation underneath the sand (laughs) and then from there he went into relationship Mm -hmm. and then from there then he went beyond right right? and Mm -hmm. I think that's a great way to think about moving into 2023 Mm -hmm. what's bubbling underneath there what can we reflect on what can we allow just start to grow underneath the snow Mm -hmm. and then beyond that how can we connect with people that we just need to be connecting with or that we're just not that we need to be connecting with that we desire to connect with how do we gather in our our groups of people that we love and care for a lot and then use that as a slow beautiful springboard to what will be released in the spring season and don't forget to let go of what you need to let go of Mm -hmm. that's another piece of it is like sometimes maybe we've been volunteering for things that 
don't hold the same passion or space like they used to for us. And it's okay to let those things go and just wait for what the next thing is. I think when we were in ministry, it was so hard because it was go, go, go. And you felt like you had to be there for everyone 24 Mm seven all the time. And I think the biggest gift that uh, the Lord taught me and, and gave me when, you know, everything happened and kind of fell apart for us. It was just, it was such a, it was a gift of like, okay, I was hanging on to that for far way too long. And I even had thoughts previously years Years. prior that I was supposed to let go of certain things and certain relationships. And, um, I had a great conversation with a friend last week and not because it was like, I'm done with you. I'm throwing in the towel. This relationships is toxic, but I love the language she used. My friend Abigail, she's like, no, it's complete. Like Mm -hmm. that season is complete. And so we don't need to look at the things that are complete in a negative way. We're just like, oh, that served its purpose. Yeah, and that can be, as you mentioned, that can be a friendship as well. Mm -hmm. You may complete a friendship, whether Mm -hmm. that person moves away or you're just in different seasons of life. Maybe you used to work together or go to church together and now you don't. You don't have to force anything that's not meant to be. And uh, again, you know, our friend Scott, when he gets to the winter, he always asks he, he always challenges on the Celtic Way podcast, he usually will put out an episode that asks the question, what do you need to let die yeah. in the winter? As mm-hmm. we're in this season of slowly letting things grow, the other question is, actually, is yeah. absolutely what you just asked is, what are things that you need to let die? And that could be a relationship. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make you a bad person. No. That could be the greatest thing you could do for that relationship is to let it go because maybe it has run its season and that's okay. It could and be- And you take from it like, isn't it so much better to like complete a relationship and even know that in your heart and in your mind or if that that person says, hey, do you want to hang out? Like then you'll be able to engage in a healthy conversation and and like part in a way that is grateful instead of bitter and resentful because you're being honest and you're being honest with that person and you can thank them. I mean, I'm sure that would be scary as hell for a lot of people. Right. Like I'm supposed to cut off this relationship and they're going to, I don't want them to feel rejected or I don't want them to feel hurt. Yeah. And it doesn't, so, and, and we're not necessarily promoting the idea of absolutely cutting off friendships in your life, but right. if it's time, it's time. But the other thing, it may just change, right? We've had right. friendships in our yeah. lives where there's been people in our lives where they're like our ride and die. They're there for everything. Mm-hmm. And then now, you know, at this season in life, it's not that they're not a part of our life. They're just not isn't is is immediate Intri- yeah as, intricate yeah. Yeah. yeah they're just not like in it like we were before so maybe so what you have still to let, see them once a year yeah. and that but that's great then so you may have a friendship that just the way it was needs to die and you yeah. just need to accept the new reality which is yeah. okay and because that might have been completed that old thing yeah. and now you've got a new thing. i have one of those in my life right now that i'm just contemplating for sure hmm. like how to do that Yeah. And then another thing that you may want to consider needs to die. I mean, we know a lot of people in our world that they hate what they're doing for a living and, but their people we know have so much within them to offer this world, but like their career is just crushing them. And so that's, I think it's always a good thing, maybe yearly to consider, uh, consider if that's something that needs to die so that something else can come to life. Uh, maybe in your spiritual life. I I feel like I'm supposed to say this. There are some of you out there probably listening right now because I know that you have said this multiple times because I've listened to your podcast. And thanks for listening. You're welcome. But seriously, if you had a thought that just passed through your mind, I'm so tired of other people telling me that I should quit my job. 
they're probably telling you that for a reason <laughs> because you're not manifesting like all the things that they know you can manifest and bring into this world because they see you and you're miserable and you're tired and you're hurting. And so please like do not let another year go by and live in that space where everybody, everybody around you sees it but you. Right. And you're so not true. willing to just be like, I need to let this go. Mm-hmm. What am I, why am I hanging on to this? Do I not believe and trust in God enough that he has something so much greater for me? Does God want me to be this miserable in right. my work? And we, you know, this is, this is, we can say this because Susie and I have like started over career wise. So I think five, I think times. I was counting in our, in our marriage. I think we've done it five or six times. I'm, I'm talking like started over over all the way. And so this is definitely something that you can do. And if that desire is in you, you know, the the longer you wait to do it, the less probable that you'll actually do it. So that's something you might want to consider. We just encourage you. We're not guilting you. We're just saying if this is a message that's over and over again, and you're just like, you know, at now you're at the point where you're like, I just don't even want to hear this. I'm turning this off. Like then this is really for you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the other thing, and, and we'll just maybe leave it at this last one when we're considering what things need to die, because you can fill in the blanks. You probably right. know what needs to die. But when you're talking about your faith life, maybe there's something in your faith life that needs to die. Maybe there's this thing that you've done for the last two decades of your life and you wake up and you're like, I don't want to do that thing. And it's not helping you connect with God in any meaningful way. Don't just do things to do them. Find new ways to explore your relationship with God, like coming to chapel, for example, (laughs) or find new, um, you know, new ways to, you know, do however you connect with God, be willing to let things die. If they're not helpful for you, you don't need to keep with it just because you always have. And that includes if you're part of a faith community and you dread getting up on Sunday mornings and going and you just don't enjoy it. And it makes you more like when we stopped going to church, (laughs) when we stopped going to church, we would go to church and we would be miserable and we would just be bitching and moan about for the, like after we'd leave, we just be like, and then we're like, maybe we shouldn't go. This is not healthy anyone this is not good yeah and so we just weren't healed yet either yeah like, we're not we were... saying you should leave your church but <laughs> if you're in a place where you know you need to you're leave thriving. it be okay like it's it's all right and maybe that season will come back around for you or maybe you should try out chapel or maybe you should try not going anywhere for a while so really what you're saying is try to find the ways to be the best version of yourself so get rid of the things that make you crabby and snarky mm-hmm. and complainy yes. and find the things that bring you life this year and if you if you focus Focus on what needs to die, you'll actually become, as you said, the best version of yourself, which is really what we're all trying to do as we run into New Year, right? We're yeah. trying to become the best version of ourselves when really the best version of ourselves isn't the person that adds the new diet or the new exercise routine or the new crazy goals for our business or whatever. I loved yours when I asked you, you, you said, I just want to be more romantic with my wife. And I was like, yes, and amen. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, that so was great. A, a goal. Yes. It's um, your only goal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's the only one. That was in a, a, a broader conversation because we were asking each other like, well, do you have any goals for the new year? Because that's what you do, right? Well, and, it wasn't even goals. It was better because we were talking about being the best version of ourselves. Well, because you, so you asked me, because we were having, <laughs> <laughs> you, you asked me like, we were asking each other if we had any goals for the coming new year. And I said, I don't have, I will have goals for business and and for speaking and for books at blah, blah, blah. Those will be there, but 
beyond any of that stuff, the only thing I really want to focus on this year, uh, because we've gone through some healing, we've gone through a lot of different things over the last number of years. And now as I enter this year, like my whole hope is I want to just go into this year every day, just trying to be the absolute best, most authentic version of myself. Like the person I really believe I am, I want to be that person every day, day in every environment. And so as opposed to wanting to sell X number of books, wanting to book so many speaking engagements, wanting to start the chapel or whatever above and beyond any of that i want my focus to be on the person i am which then led into the conversation that person wants to be a certain kind of husband that person wants to be a certain kind of father that person wants to be a certain Mm -hmm. type of friend i love and that's that's uh that's kind of where i want to move in this coming year so me too Whew, that was, I feel like we bit off a lot and we didn't have really any. We probably just talked gibberish the whole time. But. Yeah, but it was so good. So as you enter into this new year, don't forget to reflect on the past year. Also, don't forget to just rest. Just take some time for yourself. Just breathe a little bit, rest a little bit, and then start asking the hard questions of like, number one, like what might be starting to Bubble. Yeah, what's bubbling? What's coming to life underneath the snow? What's What's going on? Stirring under the snow. Yeah, and then and then maybe a more difficult, but maybe even more important question is asking yourself: Well, what is it that needs to die in in your life? Whether that's in relationships, whether that's in career, whether that's in your faith practices. But we think that's a much more much more Jesus-y kind of way to enter into the new year is just to ask some of those questions and to trust things to unfold in in their own season in the way that we they want to. So. Is Jesus-y a word? Jesus-y is such a word, yeah, yeah. That should be a t-shirt. Yeah, be more Jesus-y. <laughs> Hashtag Jesus-y. I like it. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. As As we mentioned already, buy the book okay if you don't have it you need to get it buy the book hop on the website you can either get it on amazon or just email me at hello at mattkinzera.com and i'll send you a signed copy also the chapel just chapel it's not the chapel because it's not the only one just chapel is going to start on the 8th of january if you're in the eau claire area and you're looking to gather with jesus-y kind of people (laughs) just reach out via email via the website and we'll get you the details about it it will be happening at least for the foreseeable future the second sunday of each month where it will be we committed this year yeah Yeah, we're gonna do it for a year and see what happens so they go to hello at matt just send me an email at hello at matt kinzera and then i'll get you all the information if that's something you're interested in but on behalf of myself and And Susie here uh we sincerely hope that you had a wonderful holiday season and that your new year is off to a wonderful but slow and easy and contemplative don't move (laughs) yeah take your time kind of space but we're just wishing and praying a fantastic 2023 over everybody out there that's listening to this and we hope you have a great week and until next time let's keep chasing goodness together